escape to the metaverse but act like you know yeah you are now tuned into the matthew and rizzle show yeah uh, escape to the metaverse better act like you know you are now tuned into the matthew and rizzle show yeah like trigger happy with like trying to do all these things i'm like just get me out of here i'm gonna change dentists <laughs> recording um dude what's top of mind for you this week uh it's a good question man getting set up for this uh coldy event tomorrow uh at the whip which should be dope man you know it's this is always like an interesting challenge when you got uh, a situation like coldy's where he's got like a dope project coming out uh, i think it's actually in mid-launch right now his uh nft drop uh and he's like sort of been on this like metaverse world tour of uh you know explaining it to people and talking about it and he's been in like you know hyperfine and on cyber and motorverse and uh all these different places and uh and then you know heading into the whip on thursday you know we're featuring coldy so i'm like you know, I want to make sure we do something cool, man. Like, you know, put a different spin on things a little bit, uh, you know, get the audience in there to not only listen to Coldy's thing, but like maybe we can gamify it or make it wacky in the the way that uh, we do some of these whip events and, uh, you know, serve up something real interesting and fun. So uh, I don't know, man, we've, we've been sort of doing this for years with the whip with these like thought experiments on how to like keep it interesting and exciting and everything. So uh this should be another fun one man i know you've been seeing some sneak peeks on what fractilians has been whipping up in the whip ground zero parcel uh so uh i think i think it's gonna be pretty dope yeah i mean whip ground zero as a sandbox for us to to play around with these thought experiments like okay like what could be cool for for this sort of thing like what what are people not doing elsewhere um it's it's a great environment this week like what you and fractilians are, are putting together in there like he's fucking like absurdly large within the virtual space like statues of some of these di's legends um di's legends is the name of the new like avatar vrm project that cody's like in the process of launching slash will officially launch next week that we're going to be talking about at the whip so getting in there seeing that like one is cool but then what you've been doing like hiding or like placing the vrm files within the the whip ground zero space so that folks can jump in and then easily morph into the di's legend so they they can see what these vrms will kind of look and feel like um when they actually launch next week is pretty cool and then the cherry on top the gamified aspect is hiding one rare vrm and having folks first of all have to find it and then say, okay, you find it. And then you go to one of these like gargantuan sculptures of the same uh, VRM type and pose with it. And then whoever does that first, Cody's going to hook them up with a, a whitelist spot for the actual drop. Ooh. So they have a chance to get it. Yeah. But otherwise, it's folks who had collected the original Decentral Eye mashup from Async Blueprints back in 2021. Those folks already have a like a, a whitelist. So Cody's going to hook them up, whoever does that first. So it's kind of like a fun little thing. Plus, I think there's going to be cars that we're going to crash and 
all that fun shit. Like we, oh, we dude, experienced it's, it, we've we've got we've sort of layered up the game a little bit, but I won't ruin the surprise for tomorrow. Uh, but it, it will involve something like that. But uh, dude, I feel like uh, and Johan said it too, man. The whip last week was like uh, I don't know, felt like we had. We, we unlocked something in terms of like the potential of what we can do in the metaverse and, and everything. This like whip ground zero sort of sandbox place that we have that like a bunch of people have build rights to it now and are like free to just sort of tinker around with it and add things and, and whatever. And uh, at, at some point it might crash or become total chaos of, because of the amount of things we've added. But uh, but dude, you know, I was like in there uh, goofing around with some of the stuff that Coldy sent over, and I really wanted to uh, drive on his face with the car, uh, and then like noticed that like Fractilians had dropped in some like grabbable Game Boys in there. So I like yeah. you know, had my frog. I grabbed a Game Boy. I was able to hop in the car with the Game Boy, and uh, I don't. I didn't have his face like on the statue angled enough for me to drive on it or whatever, but. <laughs> But I'm like, this This is like getting so uh, fun and uh, I don't know, man, just I feel like this is where we were always hoping to get to and having this parcel that we can, you know, Coldy can just send me a bunch of stuff in a folder and I can just literally drag and drop it in and throw it all over the place and make a mess. I'm like, dude, this is this is like a really fun unlock for us moving forward to be able to do stuff like this. Uh, with other people and and uh, you just remember the process like back in the day I was thinking about this uh, yesterday when you know we were much more diligent about when we hosted something somewhere we would make sure we had build rights or coordinate with them to hang a banner and hang a guest list and it's like this big fucking process uh, and you know show was like at it for a long ass time like it, uh, helping us out with that end of things getting him on who knows how many parcels show has build rights to at this point maybe more than like just about anybody honestly uh anybody yeah. out there but you know um but i'm like dude you know now we've hit a point where uh, you know i was like we should have some sort of like signage or something for coldy in there so i just like pulled an image of his face from his twitter account and dragged that shit in there and slapped it up on the wall and it took me like eight seconds and i was like dude we're 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 getting to a point that we always like wanted to get to but now i i feel like we're starting to arrive there on on like this concept that uh i was i was uh tweeting about it yesterday or the day before i think you'd seen it uh you know how like the first year we were doing this man we had this idea in our head of like how we wanted it to be but it's just been like a feat of technological uh tinkering and uh trial and error to get here but uh i don't know man i'm i'm excited for the the future of the whip yeah um it's it's that perfect balance of obviously we we think about like who we're bringing on week to week um sometimes we do like more uh highly produced events right but it's it's that sort of like smart curation with this like all right let's Let's throw some shit in there and see what happens. Like uh, this kind of gritty experimentation where we're like not super concerned about doing something super refined at first. Um, but the curation, like uh, who we actually feature and stuff like that, that usually carries the show and, and sands off a lot of like potential rough edges and makes it more more interesting for more folks to kind of jump in and see what we're doing week to week. It's this like really cool balance that we found that 
it's fun man it's yeah. like after almost four fucking years of doing this it's still fun i i would actually argue it's getting even more fun um like especially with whip ground zero which is after doing this for so long and again like this is a like a passion project for all of us uh the whole whip fam that that comes in and pitches in um the growing whip fam now that we got fractilians uh coming in helping us out it's it's fun <laughs> it's, it's yeah. more fun no I, I feel like we've like really done a good job of finding this sweet spot of like serving up uh experiences that are like fun and approachable for uh, you know people who may be intimidated by the tech or everything that's going on and and but also like delivering like high level content from like really interesting people and like really interesting angles and we should talk about bring your kid to the whip day man because that that was uh again in this like sort of spirit of uh, it might have some rough edges. It it might not be like a perfectly refined thing, but this is like a concept that we wanted to try out. And so we were just like, you know, let's just do it and see what the response is and what happened. And, uh, and shout out Ogar, man. I, I feel like Ogar really put together, like really consolidated uh, the takeaways from that event uh, really well in a tweet that he had posted uh, a few days ago and and it was cool to sort of hear from uh the younger people coming up within the space and their thoughts on what we're currently working with and and uh you know what they are interested in and diving into that's it, it, relevant to the space but sometimes not directly uh and uh i don't know man i i feel like you know we had discussed running that back around the holidays you know with a more uh more of a framework and and structure now that we have sort of done it once um but uh but i i dig it man i, I like that you know that you probably know this man i i originally like really hated on the name work in progress meetup or whatever uh and I, I don't know this this, this is this is new new news. yeah dude i i really didn't like it uh once easy dubbed it the whip i was like oh man that that like brought it together for me it sounds like nice and snappy and it's like cool and, and everything but like work in progress meetup i was like ah uh, this it it sounds like just kind of boring and uh i don't know I, I get that that's like what we're what you're trying to do and like whatever whatever but the the longer i've sat with it uh the more i feel like it's really given us a license to do stuff like bring your kid to the whip day and lean on that name of our event and production. It's just like, dude, everything is a whip. Everything is a work in progress. We're not out here claiming to have all the pieces put together perfectly. We're just trying new shit constantly. And, uh, and I dig it, man. It's like a cool ethos to work from. No, hundred percent. Like that was the, the whole intent, like, of like, getting this off the ground late like 2020 honestly is just let, let's let's build the whole plane while we're trying to get the shit off the ground and uh see where we end up going and again shout out to easy for constantly like distilling and refining names and words into like super catchy um right. expressions he's a he's a fucking savant yeah 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 <laughs> like he really is yeah. He's done that multiple times. Uh, the whip is like the most noticeable one or the one that's most memorable to me, but he has a way with words. He really does. 
Yeah, I think he dubbed like the peace, love and whipsy uh, tagline that has has been uh, adopted a few times. R.I.P. Whipsy or maybe not. Uh, I've actually brought that up a couple times recently to a few different people. It's it's it was a really cool experiment, man. And uh, unfortunately, like so it really got in terms of this like uh you know sort of you know you show up to our events whip merch and people could no speaky and we, you know we we started just got like crushed by gas but uh but dude i i really feel like it was a great concept that i would love to uh try and figure out a way to uh get it from alpha to beta at some point because i'm like you know, there's there's so many, dude, especially now in like shitcoin season that, you know, people are just churning stuff out and, you know, for the sake of hope and they catch a pump and dump cycle or, you know, get in with the right influencer. And I'm like, dude, that was such a great example of like a very simple token that really didn't need to have any like intrinsic value on the marketplace to be able to have like concrete utility uh and like a very solid like uh you know concept behind it and and people were using it for those things but then we could just got to this crazy point where it was like shit i'm not gonna pay like 50 dollars to claim a free nft like i want these things and even i'm not gonna do that <laughs> so, no yeah that that was a fun little experiment it's probably best that people don't really remember it thou shalt not speaketh <laughs> better, maybe, maybe just edit that part out or it's like full of bleeps <laughs> yeah 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 dragon i just like bleep the shit out of that <laughs> that we were just talking about um yeah man but I, I just love the canvas that we have to to play with every single week um to do fun cool shit with cool awesome people <laughs> that's what it boils down to with that and i mean for people that are that are still here sticking around like that's that's the ethos that's the spirit that should guide pretty much every project um it's the best way especially if there's like not a lot of funding or, or that like the financial aspect if that's not exactly 100 percent um clicking right away like you get the vibes there and you can do a lot of stuff for a long, a long time well dude i feel like you can expand like that was really the vibe if you want to get like esoterical or whatever the proper word is for the what I'm trying to say here, uh, you know, of the space of Web3 for a very long time, especially early on when there really wasn't much money flying around. And all of and it, and all of Web3 still is like fundamentally a work in progress of people like constantly iterating on other people's projects and ideas and technology and everything. Uh, and uh, I, I don't know, man, I, I feel like uh, I've. I've either curated my Twitter account well enough or uh, there is, it seems to me some sort of like a resurgence of that uh, sort of spirit and ethos uh, amongst the people who are still here. And uh, I got to think like partially because nothing else is going on. And if you love this space, uh, now's the time to start tinkering around and iterating on stuff because, uh, you know, the spotlight is off to some extent. Uh, and I feel like people are sort of back to building without necessarily expecting a direct monetary result on the back end because that mm -hmm. that market where you could just make something and it, you know you knew if it was like a certain level of cool or shiny enough like you know it would sell or whatever but but now I feel like a lot of people are sort of put in a position where 
there's not necessarily that carrot at the end of the stick. And so, you know, we're getting back to more like experimentation for the sake of experimentation. And, uh, and I, I dig that, man. I, I don't know how long uh, that sort of mentality stays around here for probably correlates with the price of everything. <laughs> yeah, I mean, in that spirit, I want to shout out uh, the fake whale bog that Sky Golpe, Jesse Draxler have put together. Um, they're, they're leaning into like a, a tightly curated knit network of folks that like to write and think about the, the art side of the space. So they have this this website. Um, we we'll link it in the show notes. Um, and they brought together like artists and collectors and critics like Die with the Most Likes, of course Jesse, Karma Cowboy, um, Mimi Nguyen, uh, Nighttime Story, JPEG Gallery, Unknown Collector, myself, uh, Alejandro Haveloyas, and just trying to get folks like yo, um, this is a good group of people. Some super noteworthy people. Some that may be flying under the radar. We have a, a little a home where they can write and post and it's curated and it's leaning into the good shit um, that folks have liked for a long time, but may have been drowned out by the noise in this space. So we'll see what happens there. If that drives more attention, if that clarifies some of the, the, the good stuff that's in this space, I'm really excited to see how that experiment plays out and excited to see if we can lean into some of the like permissionless syndication, permissionless publishing tools that are available. Like, using sites like or protocols like mirror um leaning into that project that i was talking about last week yeah uh interface uh with a network a group of folks that are posting shit um it's much easier to track and follow and also much easier to keep quality of content higher that you're not relying on like one specific person churning out like a post a day if you have a group of like 10 folks that have a post like once or twice a month you can be sure that what they do post those that once or twice per month time it's gonna be good um so excited to see how that shit works out and plays yeah. out over time yeah i need to uh take the time to dive into that because uh, i i meant to and i know you're talking about it last week and i i'm a fan of like those types of experiments and everything uh it, it feels like uh you know as you're talking about that i'm just sort of thinking to myself man it feels like you know, people are starting to circle the wagons a little bit in terms of like the people who have been here for a while who were like really, really passionate about the space. It was like, you know, we hit that big boom in 2021. And and I feel like that sort of fragmented the community in like all different directions, uh, not even like in a, you know, poorly intentioned way or anything, but everyone was just sort of pulled in different directions. And, you know, people are trying to maximize opportunities. And uh, and, and now with like a lot of that hype removed, uh, it seems like a lot of the people who are really passionate about the space are sort of like congregating together again in like various uh, various communities. But uh, th- there just seems to be like a lot more uh, solidarity than there was when it was like peak, peak hype cycle. And it felt, I don't know, it felt sort of like every man for themselves uh, at that point. Um, but, uh, you know, and, uh, you know, I'm thinking about like eclectic method and neon glitch. They just like released that whole district, uh, that neon had put together and on cyber, but it also like taps into the broadside community, you know, they're, they got this big thing in there and they're, they're involved in it in like some capacity. And I, I don't, uh, I haven't been able to take the time to like really dive in and, and know the ins and outs of it. But, you know, here's another like community of people that, 
we all know and are friends with and have significant overlap, like, you know, within uh, that community that has put that project together and everything. But I'm like, you know, I, 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 I like seeing these like, you know, sort of smaller enclaves of like real big believers and people who, uh, you know, frankly, just care a lot about this space. You know, it's it, this space means a lot to a lot of people for uh, a lot of different reasons beyond monetary value. And uh, and I feel like uh, I love seeing those people come together uh, more and more uh, and which I don't know, maybe I'm sort of trying to will it into existence, but it, it feels like it's happening more and more. Yeah, no, it's. If folks look, they don't even have to squint anymore. There's just more of these examples that it seems like they're popping up more and more. And it's like fresh sprouts um, in this like wide plane that's just like ever expanding in front of us. It's it's so cool. The folks are still here doing their cool, doing their thing, uh, and doing their thing in a way that's really meaningful and actually like it's, it's approachable. There's way more projects for non-technical folks today for the technical folks yeah there's still a lot of yeah, this projects sure. out there like like lens shitty project forecaster stuff like that <laughs> that are just only aimed at folks that that really have no sense of like people um but that's cool uh they'll build things that, that real people will use eventually one day <laughs> dude, dude take let's pause for a second because I, t- I took a, a moment in the middle of the last podcast to do a solid fading of ens let's let's dig into why you've mentioned that you've sort of thrown a couple jabs at lens a few times uh over the course of the last couple months uh let's let's unpack this a little bit man what what is lens like not doing right here Dude, folks don't want to go to a site and then think, okay, well, they have all these add add-ons that I could potentially use and incorporate. People don't want they don't they don't want to think about that. They just want to go to a site and use the tools that are right there available to use. Period. Lens okay. is is for developers. It's a protocol that allows folks to build like end user applications, but it was kind of sold or like marketed as as a social network in and of itself and it's just completely disingenuous from what it actually is um yeah it's just stupid also they didn't (laughs) hook me up with uh the free claim um despite like ample on-chain history dude it's uh it's it's very confusing man to be honest with you and and i'm one of those people you know i'm I, i got a million different like projects apps things thrown in front of me like every day and to a certain extent i'm like dude if i can't figure this shit out in like 20 seconds i'm like on to the next thing and i've like poked around with lens like a couple times because people have been like highly encouraging of me getting involved over there and it took me like fucking three months to track down Lens from their team which i finally own and am guilty of not doing shit with it uh but for that reason honestly i'm like yeah I don't have time to like learn a whole new thing, like make your thing look like other things. So I just know what to do. <laughs> yeah. And it's just, it's, it's, it's frustrating because a lot of the same people that are behind it are the same people that like faded scent back in the day or like weren't uh-huh. using it or, you know what I mean? It's just like, all right, like these, these same jokers, yeah, they can, they can do their thing for their very, very small circle of people that sort of understand what they're doing. Um, and then like the real human beings will create the enjoyable experiences that are onboard far, far more people and be just like actually fun to use and easy. Yeah. <laughs> it was one of the most important parts for any like social focused app or project or whatever be fun and easy. 
yeah. at least at the basic level. I feel like sent like changing gears whenever that was several years ago now, uh, like really left a vacuum that has yet to be filled by, by anybody really like no one's ever really gotten like the combination of things right to attract like the bulk of the true like web three enthusiasts without it being like a totally clunky, like, you know, annoying experience and everything. Uh, on these lines of, of streamlining uh, products and everything, though, man, I noticed when I hopped in for Eclectic and Neon's birthday that mm-hmm. uh, on Cyber had integrated social logins or whatever, uh, mm-hmm. sort of obfuscate, I assume, the whole like Web3 thing. Uh, and so I didn't I didn't tinker around with it because I've you know already been in there with my avatar and, you know, my my wallet and everything. Uh, but I'm like, uh, you know, simple stuff like that goes a long way in terms of like an experience like that. If you can log in with your socials and don't really need to know anything, but can pop in and, you know, eclectics like live streaming, uh, you know, his set on the big screen and everybody's there and everything, you know, it, it really takes all of the web three out of the whole thing, unless you feel like scratching a layer deeper, start getting into conversations with everything, with everybody. With and the, the social, with the social login, like, will like, if I log in nifty time, my Twitter, will that show above my avatar? And on that's a good question. That... Okay. Uh, yeah, that's a good mm-hmm. question that I don't know the answer to. I'm pretty sure you, you can customize that however you want to on the, on your profile. Um, so, so I don't know, man, maybe it's not like, you know, totally perfect or refined, but I'm like, this, this is like, you know, some web two normie onboarding that I can get down with because, you know, here you are essentially just making it streamlined for them to get to a web three community event. And then from there, you know, give them a taste of what's going on without them having to goof around with all this, uh, you know, onboarding into crypto and, you know, all this shit. Um, so I was like, you know, that's, that's pretty cool that we're starting to move in that direction a little bit. And I don't know how like you reverse course from that or other people don't start to pile on with that sort of like onboarding experience because uh, it's, it's just, you know, opening the doors to a whole other category of people. Yeah. I mean, but what you were saying, like making it easy to get in at first, and then if you want to get deeper, I mean, there's going to be, there's going to, there should be compelling reasons to justify like the quote unquote friction or like extra steps folks will need to do to log in with their ETH hand, ETH address or ENS or whatever, whatever. Right. Um, yep. But whatever we can do to make it super easy and snappy for people to, to jump in and like dip their toes in the water. That's everything that can be done towards that end is, is laudable in my personal opinion and the folks that's on cyber they are making something that is really easy to use and seems to be quite highly performant especially at scale too um which is pretty cool to see and like we have they have builders like neon glitch in there they just have fucking awesome spaces that are just super cool to be a part of and they have cool communities like cult crypto art and everyone that's a part of that going in and like already like established musicians in their own right that are putting on just like cool spaces for people to jump in on top of like the whole crypto layer that's like bubbling and percolating below that. Yeah. Cool. Crypto art is another great example of like a cool enclave that has sort of sprung up. That's like very like large uh, in terms of like, you know, it being strictly filled with like curated, you know, artists and enthusiasts of the space and everything. Uh, and, And it's cool to see, you know, that, 
continue to be a thing and uh and active in the space and everything uh yeah man love love seeing that stuff the other thing you know so it's it's sort of wild man like being in that uh thing with eclectic method and neon glitch uh, you know like you're saying neon's like a master builder and i i couldn't help but have like flashbacks to like the old whip days which again probably prompted that post uh that i had made talking about us crashing everything i'm like dude Trippy Yogi was really like the OG, like eclectic method of the metaverse, man. Like, I, you know, there were probably mm-hmm. other people uh, who did what he was doing periodically. But I'm like, dude, Trippy Yogi was like spinning in the metaverse on a regular basis uh, and, you know, crashing parcels with us early on. And like, you know, thinking about those experiences and then like being in the eclectic and neon glitch space and seeing like, all these bodies up in there and like everything performing like really seamlessly and the live stream like pumping and i'm like wow man we've we've just like come such a far away from like you know these early experiments that we were doing now we've got like you know really really talented uh builders and musicians uh not not that we didn't have them then but like you know here's here's something that you know we sort of pioneered this concept and now people are doing it at scale on their own, like completely outside of, uh, well, I guess not completely outside of our orbit because, you know, Eclectic and Neon are cool with us and everything, but, uh, but it's, it's just crazy to see like how large the space has expanded to and how like some of these concepts that we were like really trying to push uh, early on are like, you know, being executed at a high level by other people and uh, I don't know, it's just, it's just wild, man, having been there from, like, such early days when, like, really none of this was very possible. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know how direct a role we played in it, but pushing forward the, the good parts of culture and trying to spread those those positive seeds of culture far and wide, like, it, it, it's beautiful to see the outcome already. And it's still really early, right? Um, but to see so many folks embody that early spirit, um, those early vibes, that's just going to hopefully set the stage for those folks to do their own thing in their own way that onboards more folks and inspires other people to do that sort of thing just in in future generations, future metaverse generations. So, yeah, yeah, man. Cool, man. <laughs> good vibes. I'm like, with the, sorry, go ahead. No, I mean, just good vibes. <laughs> yeah, it is, dude. It's good vibes. I, I feel like, you know, there's a lot of enthusiasts around here who are really, like, hungry for the next thing and want to, like, keep moving forward. And it, it almost seems like the, you know, pace of advancement was not stagnant, but, like, sort of slowed down by, you know, the speculation and the hype cycle and everything. But, uh, you know, and the, and the Whip Ground Zero is a great example, man. It, it's, like, inspiring to have, like new things to play around with and like be, you know, pushing stuff forward in a way that like really very few people are messing with and tinkering around with. And and there wasn't a lot of like, and, and we do a pretty good job, honestly, of like being metaverse agnostic certainly helps uh, to be able to like find the coolest shit out there going on and, and tee that up every week. Uh, but now it seems like, uh, you know, for a while there, we were like being pretty proactive with lining up, guests and speakers and events for the whip and now it it seems like we're almost falling into this situation uh, that we had been in a while ago where uh you know people are hitting us up and suddenly we're booked like you know a month two months out sometimes and uh of people who are doing like really cool stuff and want to show off their ideas and are you know are, are back to pushing the space forward and everything so 
uh, I don't know, man, I'm, I'm digging, yeah, the good vibes of wherever we're at in uh, the NFT metaverse crypto world right now. Yeah. And on that point, like almost without trying, we're, we're booked out over a month already. Like the rest of August is already spoken for. We're already a couple, couple September whips are pretty much already spoken for as well. So having, having that sort of like inbounds, it's always one of the most positive signals for something like this, where, yeah, of course, like if we need to, like we can go spin up a couple speakers, come in and if there's anything new on the radar, like we can incorporate that. But for the most part, we just, there's this burgeoning ecosystem and like we have like all these friends, <laughs> these digital friends um, that are doing cool shit that are hitting us up that kind of just works for everyone um, to make and craft these fun experiences around. But yeah. Dude, we, um, I was, dude, sorry, go ahead. Like, I, I, was, I was reflecting on some of like, because doing this for years and years and like there's a lot of, things that we've done collect like you and me just together um talking to other folks like hosting these things and i was just a little little reflection period like what what shows have we recorded together like that are not like mars that are not the whip so i was putting together a little post of some of these things that we've done in the past and like that i've done um and the list is pretty dank i'll share it with you after this yeah um, but like, I mean, going back to like the Token Smart podcasts that you, me, and Trislet yeah. um, co-hosted back in like 2020, like basically just live streaming the post whip post mortem. <laughs> like, fuck, what this break this week? What are we gonna do next I'm week? So glad we recorded those uh, while Same. we were going through the, the struggles. I would love to re-listen to them. I haven't in, in a very, very long time. Yeah. But like just like collating all of those things in one space to to make it easy for folks to to go back and check out like the actual lived history as we record it in real time. It's really important. There's a lot of things that I just had totally forgot about that I was even on, but just the exercise of bringing it all together in one space I, I found was helpful. And uh, what we had, I, I shared that long ass list of like whip speakers um, and then guests on our podcast. So that that's going to be the the next post in and of itself, just capturing all of that. So we have this, like a, a more, an easy to refer to um, living document for like all the, all the history that we've helped create. Yeah, dude. Uh, I, I specifically remember there was, <laughs> there was like one podcast after like two or three whips in a row where uh, everything had failed or whatever. And I, I remember making some comment that was just like, oh, shit, man, I don't want like every single one of these podcast recordings to just be like us being like, fuck, everything broke again. Like, what the fuck are we going to do? Uh, but in retrospect, uh, I'm sort of glad we have <laughs> a bunch of those in succession. It'll probably be like really entertaining uh, to listen to, especially because man, like that was like really live uh, period of, uh, of experimentation where we were just simply trying to find the right combination of things that worked to pull off a successful event, like period, uh, yeah. given the present day technology and everything, which was like quite the challenge. So, uh, and, and yeah, in comparison to where we're at today, uh, you know, I feel like we've, we've really got like a well-oiled machine going on with the whip crew is like, you know, we got something coming down the pike, everybody knows what to do. Uh, and everyone's like pretty confident in the, like the formula and we just knock out like a killer event. Um, so uh yeah man we've come we've come a very long way i would love to check out that list of stuff that you're putting together i wonder if i can dig up some things as well 
Um, yeah. One thing that I was reflecting on, man, I don't know. I must have been in this like reflection period with the whip that I didn't even realize I was, <laughs> I was in until this podcast. But uh, we mentioned this like a few weeks ago in a different context. But there was some point we got to at the whip where like things were really blowing up uh, in terms of everything in the space. It was uh, it was right before, I think the big hype cycle, but it, it was when I was still working at NFT 42 and we were hosting it in token smart. And it was like around the time of, of uh, the V friends launch, which I was like peripherally involved in with NFT 42 and, uh, and, and they helped out with like Snoop's launch. And uh, you know, we did like a whole bunch of things for a lot of like big name people and stuff. And, and so like questions sort of started rolling in like, you know how what what is the whip's angle here like you know are, are we going to start trying to uh you know cater to some of these higher uh name influencers who are coming into the space and you know make an effort to just really get on like the biggest people we can find who are doing something relevant in nfts uh and then uh to your point before man in terms of like inbound stuff it was also at a period of time where we were getting a ton of inbound inquiries about people who wanted to speak on the whip. And we were sort of just doing what we had always done in terms of just sort of curating our speaker list from the people who sounded the coolest, who were doing cool stuff uh, from the inbound requests that we were getting. And there was like one point in time where we probably could have had anybody that we wanted, but uh, I think it was Strawberry Sith. And and if he's listening, man, tag the person. We tried to find him a while ago, but couldn't. It had some sort of like wood block NFT project that was like so obscure and so random, but it was cool. And it was like a great example of like, uh, I, I feel like that was sort of like a turning point or like where the whip sort of like found its identity uh, mm -hmm. in terms of what angle it was going to take with the space expanding so rapidly. And we could have had anyone in the world, but we had this niche like woodblock project on that was like tied to an nft and it was an inbound request and the dude was so excited to be on the whip and our audience just thought it was so cool uh this like you know strange niche product uh project and everything and he sold through like all his uh wood blocks and everything and he was stoked and our audience was stoked and i was like this this just feels like correct or like the the way we should uh you know continue to customize our experience and the crowd that we should cater to and it's never really been like about all that but it very much could have been man and, and a lot of other projects went in that direction uh and you know some i followed more than not some have been more successful than others and everything but uh i don't know man I, I feel like that was a big like defining moment uh, around that time period for the whip where you, you know you and I, I i don't even think we had like a specific conversation or, or maybe we did but i feel like you know the direction was always in that direction but there was definitely like a moment of questioning where it was like okay hey we now have the opportunity to get celebs and big name speakers and everything on here and like do we want that and we're like uh, I don't know. This woodblock project seems so cool, though. Hundred <laughs> percent, dude. And, and this is sort of getting into like um, a super reflective kind of conversation. And for folks listening, if you're if you're sticking around up until this point, um, our like Rizzle, myself, like our, our proper like recording anniversary of four years is coming up at the end of August. Like we're gonna have a like 
reverse slash like regular spotlight on one another. Just going in and reflecting on the past four years of talking shit together and like doing cool shit in crypto land, NFT land, and the metaverse. So this will be great, dude. Because I, I when I like originally interviewed you I don't, I don't think i've ever like really done a proper interview with y- you since then and like so no. so much has changed and like you and i when when we originally interviewed each other which sort of kicked off this whole matt and rizzle show you know four years ago or whatever i think you know we were both sort of still like mysterious figures to each other at that point and yep. and i was mostly a non and and everyone was at that point you know that was just sort of like the nature of the space and everything and so i i came into the interview and i'm like dude i want to see who this motherfucker is and i like i was like what what is a day in the life of your life like dude like what do you do and like uh but i i honestly i mean inherently i have some idea of what you've been up to over the last four years but we haven't really had a chance to like really deep dive into uh what's going on with each other in that same sort of like uh spotlight type of setting and everything so i'm stoked dude i, I i'm really looking yeah, forward man. to it i have no idea if anyone else cares or is interested but i'm i'm like dude i'm really excited for this one <laughs> same here man it's a couple of weeks that's gonna be fun um but dude uh, i think this is probably a perfect place to wrap up jump into the rest for a day and then uh yeah, see everyone at the whip uh goldie's whip let's call it like that on thursday yeah should be should be a really really fun one. A lot of stuff going on behind the scenes for this one to to make it uh, a unique experience. We'll call it that. Boom. All right. Later, brother. All right. Later, man. Cool. Uh, everything's set for the whip, right? Oh, you already bounced. Rizzle always rugging me.